This is Government Gone Digital. I'm Dana Birchman, Chief Digital Officer here in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm here today with a few wonderful members of my team, our two digital journalists, Jessica Bautista and Liz Rowe, as well as Derek Konofalski, Data and Technology Analyst, or Digital Guru, as I like to call him. And recently, for National Sunglasses Day, we decided to put together a parody video. They, my team, decided to put together a parody video to showcase Gilbert and the amazing weather and sunshine that we have here in our community. So I wanted to bring them together to talk about how the video came together, where the idea came from, and all of that. So first, obviously, you saw that National Sunglasses Day was coming up and then thought, hmm, what are we going to do around that? So let's talk about how the idea came to fruition. So Liz actually was the one who downloaded the hashtag holiday calendar um, because we see all these things like National Hot Dog Day, National Puppy Day, all of which are... I think we should recommend for everybody that is on social media and wants to get involved with those things. It's really easy to get ideas from that. And you can, it's something where you can also take a look and like we did, plan ahead and say, oh, you know, this is coming up next month or this is coming up in a few weeks. We should definitely do something. We put a short video together for National Donut Day of just our mayor going and delivering donuts to our police department. Love um, it. And, and so we kind of started on that on that path. And because those are really popular on social media, obviously, yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. they're trending. Mm-hmm. It's not just us. Those are things that are going on, you know, nationally or maybe internationally. And so they have a lot of eyes on them, which we always love to tag onto things that are trending that way. So, you know, it makes it the interest a lot higher. Yeah. If you hit a trending topic on Twitter, you know, you're going to get a lot more people than you would if it's just kind of in your community. So that's nice. So, yeah, it all started with us looking at the social media calendar, and we looked at that, and we said National Sunglasses Day, and then we just kind of started homing the, the sunglasses song. Go ahead. Go and, ahead. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. You, you want me to have, hum it? Is yeah, it, I hear you have it? quite some singing so skills, we, not we, as good as Derek's, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. We should get Derek to sing it. I'll um, just do the do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when, we saw, when we saw National Sunglasses Day, the first thing that popped into my mind with Sunglasses Day is the Sunglasses at Night song. So for me, it was immediate. It was that song, like, was the first thing. And I, we hadn't ever done, well, since I've been here, any type of parody video. So I thought it would be fun to try to do this. So we kind of, it was almost like a sidetrack, sidebar. We were both working on other projects. <laughs> and Sunglasses Day, like I said, just immediately, that song is the first thing that pops into my head so we're sitting there and we start talking about well what if we did a parody to that video and we pull up the video and we're like man that's such a great song and then immediately we're both just just sitting yeah we're sitting at Jess's desk and (laughs) she's just going and riffing off of like the first line and it's just flowing and within a matter of like it's like 15 15 minutes minutes, really really brief we had the whole song written your own lyrics yeah very Gilbert centric we were really proud of ourselves at that moment too we were like we are the next Weird Al like we were (laughs) we started making plans like life plans yeah like it was it was major (laughs) life plans it was the best sidetrack slash procrastination distraction that we've ever the the most productive that we've ever had it's kind of how we work too though it's kind of part of like that creative process you know it's like when something hits you have to like you go with it and that's really how it how it all played out yeah and sometimes you know and we talk about being creative a lot on this podcast especially with our roles as digital journalists always coming up with new ideas for videos and different ways to explain things and I do find that that's really, you have to kind of jump on something when you get the idea or when you have the brainstorm, even if it means taking what you're doing and, you know, putting it aside for a minute and just really 
capitalizing on that energy and just, you know, getting what you can down. Even if you don't have that much time, you can get, you can jot some ideas down and things like that um, while the creativity is kind of flowing. Yeah. And you have to make sure you have an environment too that fosters that creativity because I hear a lot from talking to other municipalities and other governments, you know, Dana's mentioned it all the time. Like I have some AV techs, like, and we bought a camera. What do we do now? Kind of sort of thing. It's like, well, that's not, you, you don't get out creative output from not in creative people like you have to have those creative people and then you have to give them the opportunity to flex their creative muscles you can't just say like we're doing this this and this you know and sometimes people probably wonder like well why are you even making videos why does the government make videos for national sunglasses day well it promotes tourism it promotes the community it promotes community all, engagement, yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff but you have to have that environment to be to number one recognize those things and mm-hmm. number two to have somebody that can capitalize on that stuff and yeah. when we were writing the lyrics we kept all of that in mind too so mm-hmm. if you notice the lyrics we thought about places in the town that we could highlight so we said okay we want to highlight the recreation center we want to highlight the pool we want to highlight all the the dog park the uh, goat yoga which was a (laughs) a huge hit in Gilbert so we made sure within the song to highlight all kind of the best ofs of Gilbert as well yeah and you'll know the lyrics because it's a Mm sing-along so they're on in text on the video which is so great so people can see them and no good idea is good without a star and so that meant only (laughs) one thing we had to enlist Derek because who else do we go to the most talented digital guru on the planet digital guru slash everything else so yeah Liz and I finished these lyrics and so Derek and Liz and I all sit in the same office to give you just kind of an idea you can picture open space yeah we we have kind of a big open space we have our three desks in there and they're kind of like they're not facing away from each other. They're kind of Derek. They're like, Derek yeah, point, it's like triangle. We're weird, like pointed yeah. at each other. So we're almost pointed at each other. So so Liz and I are like on the back table writing these lyrics. We finish them and we say, "How do we make this? Who's gonna sing it?" And then we slowly turned around and looked at Derek. <laughs> and I don't even think like you had your headphones on. We're like. Derek, yeah, can you sing this? I think I was actually editing an episode of the podcast, <laughs> and I just see like these two faces like poke out from behind the little you know waist high wall. <laughs> well, and we know Derek has a background that he used to play in a band, right? Yeah, yeah still and do. So, so still, do. still plays in a band. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we knew he had that back. Band is back. So we knew he had that background too. So we enlisted Derek to sing. We offered the song. to auto tune, but we didn't need to. <laughs> didn't yeah, need to. and I actually I had a lot of fun making that. I didn't. I, I did that completely at home because I have all the equipment and everything at home and and the microphones and everything. And honestly, I mean, it took me a couple hours to do that, but it was mostly just getting the the lyrics to like match up to the original song or whatever, you know, get the cadence right and make sure that it felt right. And I think I'm, I'm actually, I'm very proud of it because a few people have told me that it took them a while to even recognize that it wasn't the original song just because of, you know, when, when you're first listening to it or whatever, and you're not really paying attention to the words, you're like, Oh, the, wait, the, like I thought the words on the screen were just kind of like funny or whatever, but they're that's actually what's being sung. And so, you know, like it was something that I, I would say I did kind of on my own time because I didn't do it during work hours or whatever, but I spent quite a bit of time and I, I think it, it came out, out pretty darn well. well. We were really into it too. So yeah. it was because yeah. we were all communicating, yeah, after work too. And Jess and I were definitely kind of stage momming Derek where yeah, we're my, like, okay, my it has to be, over we're here. all tapping it out, you know, like clapping <laughs> I had it. to sing it to him over the phone. Yeah. And, and I still, I kept that. I have Jess's <sighs> rendition of it that she sang to me just because I, I wanted to hear like how they envisioned it going to make sure that I didn't, you know, 
again, mess up the cadence or, or that I wasn't interpreting their lyrics differently than what they intended. So, so the, the funny it thing helped. is it helped tremendously. we had a whole pitch planned out to pitch Dana because this was yeah. a, this Thurs- up until a this Thursday, point. which yeah, was our the- is our Friday. Yeah. So we had this whole pitch for Dana. We're like, okay, she's, you know, we're, we hope she loves it because we were so into it at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We made the whole song we made and the she whole didn't song. even know that this project existed yet. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit of a risk. And so she gets a text message from Derek <laughs> Thursday night thinking Derek thought that we had already pitched to Dana. Yeah. And so she gets a text message out of nowhere of this song. And yeah, I get an audio file. Yeah, and, and I'm like, what is this? I think it was the, the message that accompanied the audio <laughs> was something like, I can't believe what your digital journalists ha- are having me do right yes. now or something like that. And it was pretty epic. And I heard it and I was like, oh, this is going to be a hit. Now, mind you, there's no visuals at this point because you guys hadn't even started mm-hmm. shooting mm-hmm. the actual video, but we're just creating the song. And even with just the song, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. I knew it. And I loved it. And I was like, it's an anthem. It's a Gilbert anthem. And I mean, man, you can't get that song out of your head. And so all weekend I was singing it. And then the visuals started to be incorporated and really make it come to life and you guys just really exceeded my expectations and similar to something that we did with the Justin Timberlake video about a year ago and if you haven't seen that you should also check it out both of these videos but the Justin Timberlake video was a lot of going around the community and just randomly asking people to dance or to Mm -hmm. do certain things and so this worked really well for you guys with this video as well so you were able to highlight various parts of the community or various groups and people so talk about what the video process was like and then Derek was also the video star so (laughs) how did that all come together so we wrote out a shot list first which you always should do before you start a a big video like that because it has a lot of different shots so we went through the lyrics and we wrote different shots for every every line every you know sometimes a few shots with in each line. Well, hang up, back back up for a second, because originally, like, we had gone through the original music video, the, oh, the yeah, Corey yeah. Hart music video, and we were trying to, again, make, like, a parody, so when, when they were coming up with the shot list, it started off as trying to, like, replicate some of the shots that were in the, the sure. music video, which yeah. is, I, I just, I only point that out because if, when you watch the video, like, my shots are super serious, like, I, I, I'm you know, trying to be very Corey Hart in them. <laughs> and then I think that's what makes it so funny. Well, and it then is. it kind of like changed because it. we were like, okay, well, we're not going to have like steam pipes or yeah. something, you know, like Although hissing. Although we did do an homage to the steam pipes. Yes, With yes, the we splash did. Pad. The splash pad. Yes. Downtown. Yes. It, it, but I just, I think it's kind of funny to point out that like the shot list even changed and yeah. was, it was something kind of like almost happened on the fly, I guess. Not, not really like on the fly. It wasn't by the seat of our pants. But, but you need to be flexible yeah. when you're looking at something yeah. like that and what you can do and what you can't do and what your goal is, you know, we wanted to highlight all these other places and we wanted to highlight you know the fact that it's it was at a time and it still kind of is this time it's summer in Arizona right so the whole rest of the country is talking about how hot we are and how miserable it is out here so it was kind of like we wanted to remind everybody hey it we have sun 300 it's days a dry a heat. it's a dry <laughs> heat like Ugh. we wear our sunglasses all the time even when you're cold you know yeah even, even in, in December even, yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway so then 
Yeah, Go ahead. yeah, no. So the sh- so we went through the shot list, did all of that, and the great thing was we worked with economic development. So we went and uh, discovered Gilbert, mm-hmm. um, which is our, our branch of tourism. They have all these great like swag sunglasses that say "Discover Gilbert" on them. So we went over there, worked with um, Corey, and she gave us a, a bunch of sunglasses. So the great thing was, while we were asking people, "Will you do this serious, you know, look on camera, like put these sunglasses down, or you know, act goofy?" We gave them the sunglasses as kind of like you know a swag item which was awesome people were super excited about it so they were really happy to participate and then they love that extra of getting you know the the Gilbert uh, sunglasses yeah we discovered people people dance for you more when you give them free stuff yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah definitely or when there's something like weird going on like when we were at the aquatic center and I have an umbrella so let's talk about that so you only had one take for something like that so explain the visual and obviously if you are listening, you really should go check out the video because it's it's we can't really do it justice without seeing it. But talk a little bit about some of those um, specialty shots, especially in the water. So there's, this that was you all guys them. Got. Yeah, this so was all them. The vision was, you know, we knew that. So there's a line in it that says, "While you're out in the rain under skies of gray, uh, we've got sunnies on. We're laying in the pool, and we really wanted to create a kind of like a trick. Uh, we knew that we had uh, an aquatic center that has these. I think they're giant mushrooms, mushrooms and they pour water down and we're like, oh, what if we got Derek under there with an umbrella? Because obviously we couldn't ra- wait for rain. Yeah. It doesn't happen. <laughs> so we got Derek under there with, a, with an umbrella and we thought, okay, we'll start tight and we'll slap zoom out, which is when you zoom out really fast. And um, so you can see, you know, it looks like he's in the rain and then all of a sudden you see, oh, he's in a pool and uh, he like tosses the umbrella and he does this hair shake. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, because it, it kept water. the water like, so I, I'm standing because if, if you've ever seen one of these little mushrooms, mushroom things, it's kind of like a waterfall. It's yeah. just, it just goes around. It's not like a shower head where it's pouring everywhere. It's just kind of in like a circle around the area. And so in order to get the rain shot, I had to stand like right under the, the you know, that strip of water. And so then when I threw the umbrella out, the water just immediately like right in my eye eyes like I was standing right there. so I'm actually like it's not even a hair shake it's like a, oh god like I think my contacts <laughs> he was are drowning falling out slowly. yeah, yeah. I'm being waterboarded yeah that was a lot yeah. of setup and you know we were we were kind of nervous about it because we're like we only get one take and so it was kind of funny the the pool was so loud the water was so loud that Derek couldn't hear the music so I'm yelling the lyrics to him yeah and I'm trying to like mouth them yeah, in yeah, time I'm stage mobbing him big She's time in my socks yeah. and jeans he in the Water. Socks in the Derek's, water. Yeah, we told him not to wear his socks. That was a personal choice. <laughs> well, no, because so I I I, I burnt my feet. Oh, I burnt that's right. my feet yeah. because the, the, the pavement so was so hot outside and I, like I didn't want to put my feet back in my shoes when they were wet or whatever. <laughs> yes. There's a whole you, history to It's the about thoughts. 115 degrees when we're shooting this whole thing oh, outside. I was the star. Yeah. I was being very, very yeah. prima donna. Yeah. <laughs> so all the kids are crowded around the pool. Jess is stage momming Derek from the side of the camera. I'm sitting there like on the camera just trying to one get this shot one shot. Yeah. You know, if anything went wrong because he's fully dressed. Yeah. So and he's if, soaked yeah. after. And mind you, yeah. this was quick it was like you know we, we again we had one take so it was what five ten minutes maybe to like set everything mm-hmm. up get me in there get me required. they they did one of the uh because there was staff you know there's people at the pool at the aquatic center and they did a uh, safety break you know they, they were doing an exercise they did a drill so that we could get everybody out yeah, of the pool that during nice. that time so we had to kind of coordinate with them and they're like yeah we're gonna have a drill about you know 12 10 or whatever so at 12 10 make sure you're set up and that you're ready to go because you'll have 
have about five, 10 minutes to do whatever you need to do. Um, so, you know, they, they blew their whistles or whatever. Everybody got out of the pool. We set up really fast. We shot it and, you know, again, five, and 10 worked. minutes and we got it. We got Talk it. Talk about some of the other places you guys went to shoot, um, Top Golf. I know you visited. It was kind of cool that we had already, so we did the Justin Timberlake video, which we talked about. We did a podcast on that um, last year. And again, if you haven't seen it, it's um, it's the first thing on our YouTube channel uh, that you see. Um, doing that video actually kind of laid the groundwork for us being able to go out into the community. First off, we knew kind of some of the businesses that would be willing to accommodate us and businesses that would have the talent and kind of the goofiness that we the needed for this. The personality, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the places that surprised us the most was Topgolf. Last year when we shot the Justin Timberlake video, they were a big part of it. Um, they had like a whole dance party in their lobby. So I went there and I actually got a, a few people to do choreography for me. You know, I had them walking down the stairs and turning at the same time, looking at the camera with the sunglasses on and things like that. So um, that was kind of nice to have that kind of groundwork set for us so that when we now when we show up at these businesses and we have an idea that sounds a little bit crazy, they've seen the results of our work. So they say right off the bat, yeah, definitely, how can we be a part of it? And so that's great. Snooze was another one. Yeah. Snooze, they were they're a, a breakfast place right down the street and they they were so they were psyched. hilarious. They were so into it. So we got a couple good shots there too. We had them behind the counter and they just made up their own choreography. Yeah. We were like, you guys just do your thing. And they ended up coming up with something pretty funny and great. Yeah, it's a riot. And then it all came together. Mm -hmm. When I saw the finished product, I was like, this is even better than I had imagined it would be when I heard the idea. I just think it turned out so well. So talk about what you did, you know, editing wise, finishing the video. And then obviously we held on to it until it was National Sunglasses mm -hmm. Day and planned to release it. Yeah, so it was all really strategic from that point on. Um, Liz did a lot of the editing and the color. Uh, we wanted everything to be kind of saturated and bright. And my main obstacle on this project was the text so the i bouncing ball yeah the bouncing ball yeah. so we wanted to yeah, bounce syncing it ball. to the music that technically yeah. at the time that they were doing it i hadn't actually finished because there was some audio editing that we had mm -hmm. to do to get the song to the right length and stuff yeah so so um that was one of those we talk about this a lot too is is you know if you don't know how to do something we'll just figure it out and uh, we'll just YouTube tutorials and things like that. So that was one of those things. I'd never done a bouncing ball music video before. And I was like, ah, I'm sure it's not that hard. So I looked up a few tutorials on YouTube. Keyframe, keyframe. Yeah, <laughs> did a lot of keyframing. And then I found out, you know, as I was going, I found out some shortcuts and some easier ways of doing things. It's just getting to know, you know, whatever project and software you're doing. So, um, you know, I put all that together as Liz was um, editing the bulk of the video. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like Jess was saying, the look we wanted to go for was that 80s, like highly saturated um, kind of color. So we put a lot of detail into the color, um, making it really saturated. And then we made some different choices, like the part where Derek is that we just talked about within the rain. So we wanted that to look gloomy and rainy. So we decided to go black and white on that part and then cut to the really bright saturated color. So just different color choices to make the video kind of pop and more more fun, more 80s kind of look. So we've highlighted, you know, this cool graffiti wall that we have in Gilbert. And that's one of the first shots in the video. And it just really pops with the, the mm -hmm. type of color that we did. And then we just, we editing wise, we stuck to like a pretty pretty like music video, I guess, style. Yeah. Like we kind of- yeah, All timed to the beats in mm -hmm. the song and yeah. stuff. Yep. 
Yeah, it turned out really, really great. And it was a huge hit on social media. So I just wanted to go over some of the stats. We had over 16,000 views on Facebook, um, 4,500 on Twitter, 1,200 on YouTube, 1,100 on Instagram. So total views were more than 23,000 across all platforms. And that's a great point to make. When you do make a video like this, you want it to um, go on various channels. So long gone are the days of just posting something like this on YouTube, but you really want to put it everywhere in a version that can fit, obviously everywhere like on Instagram um, and so you know thinking about the length and or cutting a shorter version of things when you're putting it on the various channels so just be sure you know not not all of your followers obviously are in one place so um, really putting it everywhere across all channels to you know make sure you're maximizing your reach yeah. and I just want to go back a little bit to the the point again because you know people listening to this podcast are probably wondering how how a video like this relates to a government or to to making something digital and i just think it's really important that like we we made this video because we thought it was a fun idea but in the back of our heads the entire time we're thinking about how this essentially advert it's a promo for gilbert, yeah. gilbert. you know Absolutely. people watch it because they think it's fun but it's almost like subconsciously they're seeing like all these amenities that we have in Gilbert and all these mm -hmm. cool places and all these great restaurants and all these, you know, that it's not like, it's not like our intent to go, was to go out and make a promo video, but that's basically what it is. It kind of, I mean, our, our intent is to make a promo video, but not just to like go around scouting different locations and be like, this is what Gilbert has. And this is what Gilbert, yeah, like exactly. you're making it digestible to people that would watch a video, a parody video in their free time or, you know, that, that might not even think about Gilbert in well, that way. And, now, and they would want to share it. Share and yeah. so that's 25,000 people. Yeah. And some of the comments, we got the feedback. So um, we got a ton of people who posted or sent back photos of either their kids dogs, lots of dogs wearing oh, yeah, sunglasses, other people. Because it was National Sunglasses Day again, we capitalized on this hashtag that was already trending. So a lot of people out there either had already taken photos for National Sunglasses Day or went to do that. And so that was really fun. And then someone posted with the hashtag, hashtag reasons to move to Gilbert. Um, comments like, this is why I love Gilbert so much. So creative and fun. We need this when it's 110 degrees out there. You rock, Gilbert. And we don't have to shovel sunshine. So so it's just a great way for the community to feel proud and you know feel that sense of pride about where they live and also to share so that people outside can see, huh, this Gilbert place looks pretty great. I think I might consider moving there or bringing my business there or the next time I'm going to go on vacation, I want to be in the sunshine and wearing my sunglasses all day. So there's very subtle ways that you can be promoting your community doing things like creating parody videos or, you mm. know, dancing videos and engagement that way where, like you said, you're selling Gilbert um, in subtle and not so subtle ways. And I think that that's a really important point to make. Yeah. And in a way, too, you're a tr like you're messaging whatever you use to do those promos. You're attracting those types of people. So Gilbert is a very fun, family oriented community. So we make fun, family oriented videos because we know that when people see those, you know, they'll like them that that will attract those people to our community. We, we we're kind of like, you know, reinforcing the image of Gilbert that that our residents already know about just by releasing videos like this. Know your audience and go mm -hmm. where your residents are. I say those two things all of the time, and that's really it. You know, our residents are young, average age 32. So where 
are they? They're online. And so we go where they are. We create content to reach them and engage with them. And that's really important. So if you're out there listening, think about that when you're promoting. And then also exactly like you said, know who you're, it is that you're trying to reach or make sure that what you're creating is representative of your community. And one of the things we know about Gilbert is that people love to be outside. Um, they love to, you know, have fun, play golf, go to our restaurants downtown. It's a very happy place and a very family-friendly place. And I think that this video in particular really captures all of those things. Yeah, and it goes back to the planning. You know, we talk nearly every episode about, you know, videos, podcasts, um, any kind of big projects that we do, it all comes down to that planning. You can't just one day, just, you know, we, we kind of decided that we wanted to do a sunglass video, but we didn't just go right out and start shooting people in their sunglasses and say mm -hmm. like, well, fix it in post, you know, we'll put, we'll put it all <laughs> together and make an awesome video afterwards. No, like they had a shot list planned out before we ever went out into the community to shoot anything. Yeah. And that's why I really wanted to talk about the process because I think that is so important is what's missed. And Derek, you mentioned, get the camera I put on the tripod, now what do I do? But you're right, it's so much of the pre-production planning process that really makes for successful outcomes. Yeah, and a lot of people, they don't realize that because you watch the video. We even had a comment just today, yeah. just this morning, they, we were setting up a GoPro here in the podcast to, oh, do, yeah. <laughs> to do a video in here. And uh, someone commented, oh, your videos, they're so great and they're so seamless, but you never realize all the work because we had someone up on a chair putting a GoPro, you know, no, we up, didn't. Down the, <laughs> up in the corner of the room. So we had a know. ladder and an observer and a person holding the ladder. It was very yeah, safe. It was very safe. It was very <laughs> safe. Um, but you don't realize, I think, a lot of times because the video seems so effortless and fun and it has the air of being very free, like it was just off the cuff. But there's a lot of planning and production that goes into that. Yeah, you don't see that. It was so hot outside shooting this video twice. My, we, we have a DJI Osmo, a DJI, right? The Osmo Mobile um, that, uh, you know, we were shooting a lot of this with that so the shots would be smooth. But that takes your cell phone. You're basically taking video from your cell phone for that. Well, it was so hot outside, my cell phone overheated and died mm -hmm. twice during shooting. And I had to, like, go inside and cool off. Cool yeah. it off. I actually put it next to a cup of cold water to, like, cool off my phone so I could go finish what I was doing. And, it, you know, it's those things that you don't see that go on behind the scenes. It's a lot of work that you put into it, but the product is worth it. Yeah. And this is what makes doing this so fun. I mean, it's creative, it's fun, it's on a whim, you know, kind of drop the doldrums of the day of whatever it was you were planning to do and put it aside and just run with ideas. And I think that's so important and capitalize on those trends that you see happening. And, you know, you might have to shift course and you might have to put you know, something else that you've been planning to do that day aside, but I, I can't emphasize enough, and I know it's government and people don't think of it that way, but really being able to shift gears, stop, and then jump on trends that are happening, that will make what you do and your content so much more visible and successful, and you'll be able to expand your reach. Well, and it speaks to, again, the environment in our organization that we even felt like we could pitch this idea without, you know, some kind of like... Or just go do it and tell yeah. me after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, Ask you for give forgiveness us, later. Yeah, and no, you give us the freedom yeah, and flexibility to do that because you know how valuable that is, which just is just jealous. And you do, <laughs> you do have to have like... Next time we'll make sure that you're there. Even, <laughs> even through it, even on that Thursday, Jess and I were yeah. like, okay, Dana is either going to think we're crazy people and hate this or, you I know, like it's it. like... You I like never, that you're crazy. You never yeah. know. So yeah. you just have to be bold. But the fact that we were even comfortable enough to like, you know, 
know, to, to, to go there. Because again, when I talk to people from other governments that do like, they, they ask all the time about some of our programs. And the number one comment I hear all the time is like, well, my boss would never go for that. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, that would, that would never fly in our organization. It's like, well, why not? Like, why would you hire all these super talented, creative people and then not give them the outlet to be creative? You know, like all the, the biggest YouTube stars and all the biggest um, talents that are out there, the reason that they succeed is because they have that freedom to do stuff. And, you know, as long as like our team is pretty focused, like we know exactly what our job is. We know exactly like what the goal of what we're doing is. So as long, you know, the, the, the most creative solutions come when you have like just enough restrictions to, to give yourself kind of that freedom to think outside the box, you know? So like we know that our job is to promote Gilbert and our job is to connect with residents and our job is to communicate what's going on so that people know stuff in Gilbert. That, that's our restrictions. Everything else is kind of fair game. And I think that's why we're successful. If other governments, you know, don't necessarily need to copy that, but just recognize that. Recognize that when you hire people, you want to hire people that you can allow them to be creative to do that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think it's one of the reasons that, you know, we all love our jobs so much. But I also, as you're just saying that, I'm thinking that when I first started here five years ago, my goal was to just expand our reach, who we were touching. And I was convinced that we were only reaching a very small segment of Gilbert and our population. And so I was like, you know, I really wanted to start to expand that reach but I was still thinking just within Gilbert. And now what's so amazing is five years later and with the power of what you can do online and with social media, I can expand that reach so far beyond Gilbert and get people excited about Gilbert. They may have never heard of it before. Um, I've had calls to my desk about people wanting to retire here because they saw our videos or um, businesses that had never really thought about locating here. But once they were exposed and knew about Gilbert and our story, they were excited about coming here. It's an amazing community. And there's a lot to be proud of. And it's just so fascinating because with the creation of doing things digitally, our reach is expanding and you can track it. So I know how many people cost us much either. And it's so much more cost effective than those old ways of you know, print and mailing marketing. So um, it's really, again, this is really the reason why we started the podcast. And if you listen and you're an avid listener, you will know these are the things that I'm always reiterating. But I'm really thinking about how even over the course of five years, we were able to expand that reach so far where it used to be, oh, I think we're only reaching a pocket of Gilbert and there's 250,000 people that live here. How can I, there's only X number of subscribers to the local newspaper. Um, How can we expand that? reach and what can we do and that's really the goal of my job and our department and now with what we're doing with video and online we're able to reach people on the other side of the globe and across the country and and that's what makes it pretty cool I just I want to make one more point and I think that another you know if, if you told somebody that they could expand their reach and hit more residents while at the same time saving money guaranteed they would think you were selling snake oil but that's exactly what the internet and this or propaganda. Kind of stuff. Yeah, but that's exactly what the internet, you know, allows us to do. And I think that a big piece that people maybe don't necessarily recognize is that even if you didn't necessarily, which I don't know how you couldn't, but um, even if you didn't like enjoy this video or you didn't necessarily see <laughs> how it applied, but but what I'm saying is like 
we have people that subscribe to a to our channel to yes, a government a channel people. yeah because because they see videos that are fun that they enjoy watching and then when we have something important that we need to tell them we already have a direct connection Absolutely. with those people and with those residents because of all the other stuff that we've done on there so just when in terms of impact and stuff like the whole internet digital space is is still untapped we have a lot of room to work with it but if you're not you're late to the party absolutely well thank you guys this was fun i get to see you every day but we don't often get to sit around and <laughs> yeah. talk about our work right mm -hmm. we're just doing it so this is really nice thank you guys i have the best team in the world the best um thank you guys so much for listening and be sure to engage with us on social media if you have questions or comments for us use the hashtag GovGoneDigital. also feel free to leave us a review on itunes and let us know what you think about this podcast and we'll see you soon from gilbert arizona on government gone digital